Hey there, money honey. So you want to build your offers, hit your 10K months, build the juicy savings account, travel with your family, create the consistent income, hire the assistant, get the money, honey. You know what I mean? Well, we better get into it. Welcome to week four. Let's go. Hi, you guys. Okay, welcome back to Money Honey. We have a social media conversation today. And there is such a fine line with social media content. And I find we can kind of swing too far in two different directions. Number one, we can swing into the place of just throwing things out there, getting it out there, not a ton of thought behind it, not a ton of finessing and whatever else you want to call it, which isn't inherently wrong. And I hate having this conversation because. I mean, you can't get better if you don't play the game. So like it is good to just like put things out there, take messy action, like done is better than perfect. My God, I have built my entire business on that. And then also we can swing too far into like getting too uptight with the latest ways to do things and make sure you have this exact hashtag and utilize this and this and this like there is a happy medium with it and we just have to be willing to get better with it as we go on because the reality is is when we get better at social media we get rewarded for that and so Number one, if you aren't consistently showing up right now on social media, don't hear me wrong in this conversation. Can you just start committing to that? Like throw your C minus content out there. Like done is better than perfect. Like get in that vibe and get in that consistent action. If you are showing up regularly with it, can you start working on your copy and getting better at what you have to say and finessing and fine tuning that and working on your hooks so it stands out more to everybody in the beast of social media that it is, you know, social media is wildly overwhelming, but we can't talk about becoming the money honey without getting good at it. I actually own a marketing company. And so I wanted to preface with this too. Because actually, I started out in the online world in a marketing company that I created, which is wild. But, you know, I own a marketing company, which means like we do a lot of marketing for people online. We write a lot of content. We help people with their Instagram accounts, the whole shebang, right? And even owning a marketing company, here is what I will say loud and clear. Hiring this doesn't resolve it. Okay. So a lot of people will try and like just hire out their content or just latch on to marketing companies. And like obviously, marketing companies serve a purpose. I have a great business. <laughs> but can you hire out parts of it? Yes. Can you hire out all of it? No, there still needs to be an element of you. A company cannot replicate that and people can feel it. So I really wanted to start the conversation with that just as a little caveat. Now, this is also where my thoughts come in about AI technology. At the time of recording this whole segment inside Money Honey, ChatGBT is popular And who knows what apps will be up and coming with that in the whole AI technology world. But there are a lot of shortcomings with AI technology, especially that you need to know about as a business owner when it comes to your copy. Number one, 
everyone's content is starting to look the same because of AI technology. The prompts it's giving to you, it is also giving to all other users, okay? And your content needs a chance to stand out. And people, unfortunately, are going to start scrolling by all of these prompts, all of these hooks, all of these captions, all of these email subject lines, you know? Do I think that there are some cool features with AI? For sure. I'm not going to be a grandpa over here upset about life progressing, refusing to use a debit card or a cell phone, (laughs) you know? But here's my word of caution. Your content is important. How you talk in your copy is important. And AI just isn't going deep enough. It just isn't enough to just use it to like get your social media done quickly and be able to check it off your to-do list. That's what a lot of people are using AI for because it's it cuts down on time. They It allows them to do their social media quickly and just check it off their to, to-do list. But as long as your content just stays an item to check off a to-do list, it cannot lift off the page and it cannot do its job properly to attract people and stand out and create community and raving fans and engagement, you know? So create epic content. It will make it more fun. You'll see more results from it. But don't stress yourself out with it and paralyze yourself where you're taking no action at all. Content is currency, okay? The hard thing about social media is we start to focus a lot on ourselves online. And it's natural to do this because we're showing up with our lives and talking about our journey. But can you stop focusing on you and start focusing on them. This is like a million dollar lesson in itself. The truth is your people are out there online looking for something right now, and your account can provide that if you pay attention to this. Let me say that one more time. The truth is your people are out there looking online for something right now, and your account can provide that if you pay attention to this. Now, I want you to be able to create more content that they want. So here's the trouble though, okay? When we go to create content, we're focused on emails, social media posts, our goals, our bank accounts, getting the analytics right. Did people comment? Did people like? Creating conversations. I need to close the app because I've been scrolling in it too much. Did it get engagement? I'm answering DMs. We're following up. We're sending emails. We're creating social proof. We're getting podcasts started and YouTube channels and sharing about our offers and our products and making sure our sales page says it all and getting the links and then creating the programs and growing the clients and sales. It's a lot, right? That's what we're focused on. But your audience, they're actually focused on being inspired by you and your story, your life. They want what you have. They're curious about some of the conversations you're putting out there. They're like, wait a second. It's staying with them. They're also deeply afraid of failure. They question if they can do this. They want success and they want to solve this one area of their life. They're constantly worried that they don't have enough time and money to do certain things in life. They have major FOMO. Yet how often do we actually focus on all of that? We focus on the first rant I went through, right? So can you lead from that place where you're focused on your content, where your audience is actually focused on? Your copy will get better from making those changes. The next place I want to focus on with you is your visuals because your visuals will say a thousand words and what you choose is actually important. I can't be inspired by your coffee cup. 
and I can only say this because my God, the amount of coffee cups I have shown, okay? I cannot be inspired by your coffee cup. But you know what I can be inspired by? The slowness of your morning coffee, looking out over a clear calendar. Like, do you see how that changes it? Everything we are saying above can be infused in your visuals too. They matter in video, in static posts. So can you put thought and intention into your visuals? It will pay you. Can you put thought and intention into what you're saying? It will pay you. Now, don't say what you think you need to say just to make a sale. That's performing. And performance will never work. It'll never convert because there's no connection in it. You know, I'll, I'll paint this picture for you. You see her talking about a 10K month or a 60K launch or how she makes seven figures now. Suddenly it starts sneaking into your content too. And this literally is a copy and paste in any industry. You know, in my industry, it's a lot about talking about money, which I don't believe is wrong. And if you've listened to my podcast, I mean, that's the whole reason my podcast started is I was like, more people need to know what they're capable of earning online. Okay. That's, that was really why I started the podcast. I was just like, if you only knew. Okay. So I'm not saying it's wrong to talk about money, but we start performing inside our account and we start trying to say things the right way to get a sale. How do I say this so more people buy? How do I say this so more people are going to click? How do I say this so more people join my free class? Those aren't the questions we should be asking. What do you actually want to say? Not because you're trying to produce a sale, but because you love your work so much. How would you explain it to me? Your free class, your product, what you want me to know about your offer. The other piece I really wanted to talk about as we really like wrap up our conversation in social media here, I want to talk about when you're afraid to show up because of certain people that follow you. Because the fact is, is this is a very real thing online, okay? And oftentimes the advice you're given out there is like, people aren't thinking about you as much as you think, like they don't even care about you, they've got their own things going on and they will never pay your bills. Okay. Can we just address the elephant in the room? Like, this is so fucking unhelpful. This is so unhelpful. I was told that so many times for years by one of my mentors. And I was just like, okay, like, I'm coachable. I get what you're saying. Like, I don't think about people all the time. But guess what? It never went away. And I was constantly, like, only showing a percentage of me. Like, I was still hiding. And it's just like, you know what? It wasn't actually helpful. Because the truth is, there are probably people that are following you to, like, watch and see what's up. And, like, people do talk about us behind the scenes. Like, you've been at dinner tables before where you can feel that happening. So us saying that this isn't a reality, like, this isn't helping anyone. So here's what I want you to know. You own your Instagram account, okay? I'm, I'm speaking specifically about Instagram. This goes for any channel, okay? You own your Instagram account. You can block, delete, hide as you need to, okay? So there's actually a really cool feature where you can hide people from your stories and you can just pretend you don't know what's going on if they ask you about it, okay? You can hide them from your stories. Who cares? Who cares? You don't have to block them. You don't have to delete them. And then you can still show up as you and your stories. Like, don't be afraid to do this, okay? We don't get to follow them around work all day long. Imagine if you started following them around. Of course, they'd be nervous. 
Think about this in your own world. What do you need to do to set yourself up for success here so you actually can play full out on social media? And I'm being very real about this. Like I have hidden lots of people online. I have blocked lots of people. I blocked before that feature was available for hiding stories, but now you can do that. You can pick people and just like hide so that they don't see your stories. It's pretty incredible. I also wanted to wrap up our conversation today talking about imposter syndrome, okay? When you feel like a fraud, when you're like, am I going to get found out? Maybe I don't actually know as much as I think. As a business owner, no matter if you are new to the business world or you've been in the game for years, it's normal to question whether you actually know what you're doing. You know, we spend a lot of time worrying if we can help clients achieve results or worried that you might not actually know what to say when they ask a question or worried that you're a fraud and who are you to be doing this and questioning whether you have like the right qualifications to be here. And, you know, you're, you worry that people will see right through you someday. The fact is that you having these thoughts shows that you care and that you are definitely not a fraud. A fraud doesn't think about these things. A fraud never cares about actually serving people and helping people. They never worry about that. The fact that you have these thoughts, it just proves that you aren't a fraud. But I have left you some things to think about, especially when this is starting to creep up for you. So as this is creeping up for you, the first thing I want you to be able to do is number one, brainstorm on a whole sheet of paper, list out all the ways that you have helped people in the past and how you've added value to people in the past. Whether with your business or in previous things you've done, friendships, all the ways you've been able to help people in the past and all the ways your life has transformed from this kind of work, from your industry. Second thing, in spite of your current situation, you can help people. So I want you to list out three main ways right now, quick and dirty, that you can help people. Three key benefits from your product or service. Three ways it can change people's life. And then the third thing is I want you to write a reminder statement for yourself. Every time this is flaring up, something that you can repeat to yourself. My work is of high service and worthy of compensation. I know deeply that I help people It's normal to worry about this stuff, but I care and I'll always give my best work. It's safe for people to invest in me. Whatever's coming to mind, but a statement reminder that you can say to yourself over and over and over again as this stuff is flaring up. You guys, I can't believe we're coming to the end of the Money Honey conversation. We have one more module left. What's next? What to focus on next as you continue on your journey? a little Q&A session in case you have lots of questions coming up. You can listen to other questions that people have too. So you can really wrap your mind around becoming and stepping into the money, honey. So I'll see you over in the last module. You're doing such a good job. And I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for being here, money, honey. I am so proud of you. Now get to work, bitch.